Welcome to podcast number 45. Yep, we're back. And uh, we're back still without any intro music. We are back with some sponsors, which we'll talk about in just a second. And what have I been up to? So the last couple months have been pretty darn busy. I've been doing uh, more of the track day classroom sessions. I've done some bunch of one-on-one coaching, uh, track days, um, business talk, uh, the Rick the Rick program, Rick Moto America team, and of course the other Moto America riders as well. And I mention this because if I'm teaching, I'm getting better. And uh, as I get more and more into this, right, I have to decode not only more of the sport, but I have to decode what it takes to communicate this sport um, better uh, to everyone listening. Today's topics, vital points. One of the aspects that we're going to talk about today. Uh, absolutely is, is, a, is a direct result from that. And so uh, you, you get uh, the latest and greatest um, information and communication techniques um, that I use. So we're just going to dive right into it. And uh, I want to talk about sponsors real quick. Part of what I'm doing with sponsors is, you know, I do want to be aligned with people that are good for the sport. You know, people that are going to try to improve the sport um, and the, the sponsors that I have for, for this podcast very much fit into that. First one is an anonymous, uh, anonymous sponsor. And this person, um, <laughs> I can't tell you what this person does for the sport. It's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, the, the amount of time um, that he donates to the sport, uh, the amount that he gives back, um, he completely, you know, has, has um, embraced my methodology and he's sharing it. And uh, he's, he's uh, just doing a great job in volunteering his time, helping out new riders, you know, it doesn't matter. So I very much appreciate uh, the support from this person and uh, I'll continue to, uh, to help that person out as much as I possibly can. Second sponsor, somebody else that's very good for the sport and uh, is very much invested in this, in this sport, you know, uh, keeping the sport growing, uh, investing in, in whether it's buying bikes or, or, or getting bikes built, you know, tires, the whole bit. And uh, that's Shauna Tina Cressup. And Shauna Tina Cressup, uh, you know, they don't own a motorcycle business, right? They have an orthotics and um, prosthetics business. But yet they're they're going ahead and and they're they're investing and they're doing the right things for the sport, and they're they're trying to keep the sport moving forward. And uh, I very much appreciate uh, the support that they give me as well. All right, so let's dive into it. Today's topic is really is about vital points, and there's two aspects of the vital points that we're going to talk about. And what this what this is is trying to make your job a lot easier when it comes to racetracks. Um, and we'll talk about the street portion of it as well. And the first aspect of Vital Points is we're going to talk about the three most vital points on a racetrack. Three most vital points on a racetrack. And what that simply, simply means is let's look at our sport a little bit differently. Let's, let's not look at it from the lap time perspective. Let's look at it from the velocity standpoint, the feet per second standpoint. So where am I traveling 
with the highest velocity the longest? Where am I traveling where, I, where I'm able to cover the most feet per second the longest? And how that simply works is when you go to a racetrack, you'll look at the three most vital points on a racetrack. In other words, the three longest straightaways or the three places where you're traveling the longest velocity or, or, or traveling the most feet per second for the longest, right? You're carrying the most velocity for, the, for that time. So you'll pick places that, that have that. And just to give some examples of that, I brought some track maps up here, and I'm just going to pick uh, some track maps up here. And for instance, you go to the ridge uh, in the Pacific Northwest, amazing track, super fun. Turn 15, you know, having proper bike placement, right, having proper exit direction at a turn 15 leads you out onto this long front straightaway and then through turn one. So... Turn 15 has the number one vital point on that track. And then as you look at that track map, you go, okay, well, well where's the place where I'm, I'm carrying the, you know, the second highest velocity for the longest period of time? And that would be turn 8A, right? I'm not going to miss my, my slowest point of the corner in 8A. I'm going to respect where the bike needs to be slowed and pointed because I'm, again, traveling uh, the most feet per second or the second most um, uh, longest feet per second on that track. So I'm not going to miss my slowest point of the corner. I'm certainly not going to miss my, my apex there. So I've got, I've got turn 15 is the first one. Second one is 8A. And then we look and say, okay, gosh, well, you know, turn four to five, the slowest point between four and five leads me on to the next one. By just covering those three spots, I have more than half the track covered easily. It doesn't matter. I mean, turn 11 is just not that important. It's a super slow corner. 13 is not as important. Those are almost corners where you don't even have to worry about. You just need to get through them. I love that. Uh, I love one of the sayings uh, that Freddie Spencer had. Nick Iannotch talks about it a lot, which is you go slow in the slow corners. Right? You want the fast corners, you want to get nailed, right? Because you're because you want to maintain uh, that velocity and speed. So turn 11, I'm not worried about. Turn 13, I'm not worried about. But I certainly am going to be worried about 15, certainly going to be worried about um, 8A, and I'm certainly going to be worried about that four to five section. So as you get more of this figured out and you nail those spots, then you go, okay, what's the next one? And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the next one is. Um, uh, turn um, six, right? The exit out of six, and the next one's out of twelve, and then you can just start to to um, to nail all those little spots. And even I'm going to bring up another track map here because we can we can give some examples. Another good one is I'll, I'll give you is um, is looking at uh, Valencia. I've never been there, but I can look at a track map and I can go, gosh, I'll never miss turn fourteen. On that long front straight, I'm just not going to miss turn 14. The next one is turn one, right? I'm not going to miss turn one because, again, it leads on to another long straightaway. And then I would look at turn, oh, I would look at turn six. Um, then I would look at turn 11. And, and you can just start to, to nail all those, those places. I'm not going to be so worried 
about turn nine and 10 of Lindsay because they just don't represent the, the overall velocity that we're looking for. So three vital points in a corner. If you can pick the three vital points and start working on those, man, will it make your job just so, so much easier. And then you don't have to be worried about carrying all this massive speed in corners that are, that are slow. So three vital points on a racetrack. Get your track map out. Look at the places that have the longest straightaways or, you know, you're carrying the most uh, velocity for the longest amount of time and nail those spots first and then start to work the process backwards. So the next aspect of uh, vital points that I want to talk about is right from our last podcast. And we talk about in the last podcast, the five most or the, the five biggest reference points or the five main reference points you'll have for every corner. And what we want to do, uh, and if you remember from that podcast, what we want to do is, is look at all those reference points. And some of those corners, you're not going to get all those reference points. Either you're going too fast or the, the radius is too short, whatever it may be. You're not gonna. You're not gonna maybe be able to to get them in real time. They're still there, but you may not be able to get them. So to make your job a lot easier, and and we're going to pick the one most vital point for each corner. And where this came from was we're at Road America this year with uh, with our guys, and. Road America is uh, it's got just an amazing, iconic racetrack. Of course, it's all about exits at that track. And of course, there are some places where the entry is a big deal, but it's all about exits and getting the bike in the right spot. So what we did is, yes, I know we're concerned about where we let, want to let off the brake, but to shortcut our, our learning curve for those big long straights, you know, coming into one and coming into five and, you know, coming and um, even to Canada corner a bit, we'll talk about that in just a second, is we looked at where we're going to go to the brakes because where we went to the brakes is, is, is the biggest reference point for those corners. So we want to look at the one most vital reference point for each corner that when you get that vital point right, pretty much the rest of the corner takes care of itself. And in this case, turn we'll use turn one at Road America. Super fast. And judging where you want to go, go to the brakes, whether it's the five board, the access road on the left, or the four board, or whatever it may be. Well, if you get that right, then where you let off the brakes ends up working out really well. Um, and then you have some report cards for that as well. So let's say you go to the five board, and then you let off the brakes and have a bunch of neutral throttle. You're like, okay, well, that was too early. I go to the foreboard and one, we go to the foreboard, would be, would be, uh, that would definitely get your attention. But also you realize, well, gosh, I'm holding the brake at the apex when I should be having positive acceleration past the apex. So that's too late. And if you go to say the access road on the left, and you're like, okay, that worked out pretty well for you know, my speed, my bike setup, um, you know, my, my comfort level. So that really helps shortcut it. And, and if you get that right, the rest of it takes care of itself. And we can use some other examples uh, uh, of some other tracks as well. 
So picking the most, the most single vital reference point for each corner. And I'll just use, um, I'll use Thunder Hill, right? So Thunder Hill is an example. Turn one, where I go to the brakes. Where I go to the brakes then sets the stage up for how I turn in, where I let off the brakes. Now turn two at Thunder Hill, the single most vital reference point there is the slowest point of the corner, right? Where I'm letting off the brakes because that helps carry me in that long radius corner that helps carry that roll speed and entry speed um, because it is such a long radius corner. Turn three, slowest point of the corner. Turn four is um, uh, my apex, right? Because when my apex, the way that that corner is designed, I mean, how I get in, it's not that big of a deal, right? I may run an offensive position or a defensive position, but then it sets the stage on how I go up the hill for turn five. Turn six, I'll look at turn six, again, slowest point of the corner. Then turn nine, it's gonna be my turn-in point. Turn nine's my turn-in point because again, that sets the stage. So we look at all these different, all these different reference points, these five reference points, and then we're gonna pick the most vital one for whatever your situation is. And man, well, that, that'll shortcut your learning curve and you be able to start remembering these things and give yourself those references. You know, this can work on street rides as well. You know, you go on your favorite road and of course you've got it a little bit more memorized and you know, well, gosh, I need to have my, you know, my bike in the right spot by this mailbox or this post or, or, or I know that there's this certain spot on the road where I can take away lean angle or I need to go to the brakes at some point. So even on street rides, it's something you're more than likely already doing, but you need to be able to embrace that and, and, and use it and give yourself those reference points. So vital points, vital points. Let's, let's, let's go over them uh, again just, just real quickly. The three vital points on a racetrack. That, again, will shortcut your learning curve. You know, I just did High Plains Raceway uh, a month or so ago, never been there. But I knew at High Plains, I looked at the map, I'm just not going to miss turn three. I'm not going to miss turn three. And then as I, as I, as I got going and, and started to figure it out, I said, wow, okay, I think it's turn 13, top of the hill, as you come on the front straight. Well, that place is you, because you're constantly building speed through that next little compound onto the front straightaway, I knew I was just never going to miss that point. I missed my apex there by a foot. Well, then it, that affected my speed for a really long period of time. And then we could look at other sections, say like a turn six right there as well. So that's how I'm going to look at those vital points. Make your job easier. It didn't matter how really fast I was in turn eight there because it's such a slow corner. And I don't want to rush that, but I definitely wanted to nail those three vital points. Picking the most vital reference point for each corner. In real time, man, will this make your life a lot easier. Because if you're trying to memorize all five of those reference points uh, in a corner, it's going to make your job very, very tough. But if you look at, wow, this particular corner where I go to the breaks is the big, is the big one. The other corner... What does that corner offer? Wow, I really need to make sure that I have my roll, roll speed up and where I let off the brakes. Or man, my exit reference point on this particular corner, my exit apex, that's what I need to, uh, that's what I need to, uh, to nail.
So give yourself permission to be able to pick that one vital reference point for each corner. And man, when it, 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 once you hit that, everything else will flow very, very nicely into the rest of the corner. So there you go. Podcast number 45. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Copyright 2017, Ken Hill Coaching, All Rights Reserved.